ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Digging Deep with Deep Brands, and thanks for tuning in. On my podcast, I talk about a wide range of topics, anything from golf, gratitude, to poker, positivity, healthy lifestyle, always. I'll be talking about what it's like to be born and raised and grow up and thrive in this beautiful Bay Area. Definitely talking about sports, all sports. Dang, I might even drop some knowledge on manscaping and the best way to fold a fitted sheet. (laughs) Whatever it is, I'm going deep. This is Deep Franz, and this is my episode number one of poker. How to, why, why not, about Texas Hold'em. We're not going to talk about blackjack. We're not going to talk about three-card poker. We're really going to stick to Texas Hold'em, which is really the phenomenon of uh, what has drawn so much attention, mainly to the World Series of Poker, which a lot of people don't know has been around since 1970 at the Binion, I believe it's called, Casino. Uh, literally last year in 2019 surpassed the biggest number of entries into the World Series of Poker. We're going to cover, today's not going to be about how to and why you raise and why you re-raise and three betting and folding and those are going to be the the future episode. So today we're just going to have a little bit of fun. It's going to be an overview about why I play poker, my experience, what I've learned. Um, It is a dichotomy to life, kind of like golf. And one thing I would recommend is if you cannot handle the highs and the lows, don't even entertain the game unless it's for fun, which absolutely has its validity you know, the app on your iPhone, you can play for free and have fun. Just think of the word gaming. Think of the amount of people that love to play games. So, you know, poker is another level of gaming. When you start to play for money, then uh, there's a seriousness involved, of course. Uh, Back to the World Series, there were 8,569 registered entries into the World Series of Poker last year in 2019. It cost $10,000 to get a seat at the World Series of Poker. So when you do the math, that's over $80 million in the prize pool. Well, $10 million went to the winner. So it is changing lives. Now, the chances And we're going to talk about chance and we're going to talk about odds, but the chances of winning are very, very low. Only, I think it was something like about a thousand, maybe 1200 people cashed, which is basically making money from your 10,000. So over 8,500 entered and about a thousand people cashed. I think the minimum amount was 15 grand. So you made $5,000 more than what you put into it. Now, hey, I value time maybe more than most people because I've been in sales all my life and I always worked hard enough to give myself the free time to afford myself to do the things I really wanted to do. And in poker, it will suck up a lot of your time. 
And we'll talk about that in subsequent episodes where, you know, maybe it's good to put a cap on the amount of time you spend in one evening or um, that kind of thing, or, or a dollar amount that you're willing to lose, or a dollar amount that if you get to this, you know, if you buy in for 150 bucks and you get it to 500, then maybe you stop, you know, so something like that. I got a couple different angles going. How's it How's it going over here? And um, let, let, let's get into it. You know, Poker Texas Hold'em, episode number one. This is the reveal. This is the come out. And we are going to have some fun. We're going to deal some cards and talk about the, the, the dealer button and how all this works. But uh, a, quick, a quick overview, a quick overview of poker. Let's let's talk about what it really is. Yes, it is absolutely gambling. So is the stock market. So, you know, when you talk about, you know, don't gamble and absolutely every casino you go into, there's the 1-800, you know, you're addicted, you know, um, and, and that is a fact. But Texas Hold'em is what I like to call gambling with skill. It would be like it would be like betting, you know, playing for money on a golf course and knowing you're good. So you're betting on your skill. Now there is a lot of chance. There is a lot of luck involved. So people will get lucky against you and you will lose. And that's why you, that's why you have to handle the highs, the highs and the lows. So it is about what we call playing the percentages and playing the odds versus chance. Okay, so, you know, when you go into a casino and you play blackjack, it's all chance. Now, of course, card counters, and I'm sure there's some out there that'll argue that. Um, and I get that, I, and I, I, I believe that, but I'm no, I'm no math, I'm no mathematician, so uh, I'm not going to be, you know, playing blackjack and card counting and, and increasing my chance. Um you know, think about roulette, you know, think about um, craps, you know, there's just so much chance involved versus some skill that you can actually rely on. So let's get into a little bit. How, how do you increase your odds with your skill? Well, a lot of it has to do with reading players at the table. And because I've been in sales a long time, reading people, knowing personalities, and man, you want to talk about so many different personalities that get into playing poker. It, it, there's So there's a fun aspect to it. Um, you can keep your betting and your investment relatively low as long as you don't go what's, what's called being on tilt. And, and, and you know, as long as you don't have the money in your pocket, then you can't lose more of it. So there's a, you know, there is a strategy to only taking so much amount of money into a casino and that's what you're willing to lose. And that's what I've been disciplined enough to do. So it, it is a competition. You know, if you look at gaming, people are playing Monopoly and getting passionate. They're playing Pictionary with their family and throwing down markers. And so, you know, over time, people love to play games. So it's really just that next level of, of gaming. 
Okay, and, and the diversity, the wide range of personalities that sit down at the table, it's just fun. Male, female, the, the happy guy that talks a lot no matter whether he wins or loses, the, the, the guy over here that literally will not say one word the whole night. He just refuses to talk. And for me, that's fun. I, I do both. I go mute for a certain period of time sometimes. Some, sometimes I'm in a different mood to talk. Um, I really do my best to stay disciplined and to make a, the right judgment. You do not want clouded judgment. So of course, alcohol and other things will play, will play a part into that. I wrote a couple things down here and I don't think people, you know, that don't play poker, they don't really think of, of words like adrenaline and patience and focus and bravery and and thick skin you know calculated calculated risk i don't think they think of you know the endorphins and the dopamine and the and the adrenaline like i said i don't think they think of that well it does happen when when you have you know let's call it you know all these chips in front of you and this is all your money and 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 this you know, this, let's say this relates to $600 and you bought in for 150 and you've been there three hours and all of a sudden you got pocket aces and, and, you know, we'll talk about pocket pairs. We'll get into it. But I think the term everyone hears in poker is all in. Well, there's going to be some butterflies and adrenaline and that's all your money that can go over there. It can go over there, or it can all come back to you with another stack added to it. So there definitely is those, you know, the dopamine and, and the adrenaline and the endorphins that uh, that kick in through through playing poker. So so it is it is a little bit crazy. Now there are people making a living playing poker. Okay, we're talking about Tom Dwan, we're talking about Doyle Brunson, you know, we're talking about Mike Matisau and Phil Helmuth and, and Phil Ivey. And, you know, so it, it, it is a skill to the point where um, you will see the same people winning over and over and over again. I play in a casino in a card room which is not really a casino. They don't have slot machines. They have a couple games of chance. They do have blackjack and three card poker, but uh, you see the same people winning over and over and over again. And I'll have to admit, it took a while to believe that. You know, years and years of investing time and energy and learning the game, finally, I start to see myself winning more than 50% of the time. If I play well and I get lucky, then I do really, really well. So there is an element of playing well. Did you play well that night? Did you not play well that night? Same thing with golf. You know, you can be really, really, really good and not have a good day. And that is that is that is a fact. Now, what's happening is is you know these pros they're getting sponsored. They're sponsored by Full Tilt. They're sponsored by you know, other card companies, you know, what, whether it's the name on the, on the back of the card. So it's not just the money they win. I think Phil Helmuth has won over $15 million in the world series of poker 
and I don't think he's ever won. So that's called getting a lot of bracelets and uh, and cashing a lot. You know, his consistency is absolutely through the roof. So celebrities are getting into it. You got people like Phil, um, uh, Kevin Hart and Ben Affleck and Tobey Maguire and uh, Michael Phelps. You know, I mean, they, it, so it it does transcend into you know poker does go beyond the seediness and the and you know uh, what I would call you know the negative thought uh, that that is correlated with gambling. Uh, it, it is a game and a lot of people play this game. Jennifer Tilly, you know, here I'm 46 years old, about to be 47. And, uh, you know, she was in all these um, kind of pop culture movies. She plays an absolute ton. So lots of, um, lots of movies. I don't have my stack of books like I do with golf and sales. Uh, you know, I, I guess maybe I'm not into poker as much as I am to into you know sales and business and, and golf. It's it is definitely more of a pastime. I don't aspire to be a professional poker player, although I would absolutely like to play in the World Series of Poker. Put up my 10K and let's see what happens. Maybe I cash out at you know 600,000 or you know who knows, right? But yeah, there, there's some good movie, movies I recommend. I recommend Rounders. Absolutely, Rounders is an awesome uh, poker movie. Also, a movie called Deal, which I've only seen one or two times. I've seen Rounders maybe 15 times. I'm not joking. It's like The Breakfast Club or, you know, Weird Science. You know, I've just seen it many, many times. Um, Molly's Game is a, is a recent movie that I would recommend. It's a really cool poker movie and also the movie called All In, which is, an, which is another good one. So I'll tell you what, um, there's, there's a lot of options when it, comes to playing, when it comes to playing poker. The way I started was playing online for free because I really just needed to learn, you know, when do you bet? When do you not bet? Where's, what, what's, what's this thing called the, you know, called the dealer button, which I'm going to explain here in a second. Uh, let's get some, let's get some chips out of the way. But, you know, you have a lot of options. You can play for free. You can play uh, online you know, through an app or through, uh, you know, through a um, website. You can also play at home. You know, I have a poker table here because I have hosted some home games in my time, uh, not for free. You know, we have we gotta have a little money on the line and and make it fun. But there's just there is a lot of options. Of course, when you go to a casino, when you go to the Win, when you go to the Bellagio and Caesars, there's always a poker room, and that's all they're doing. Typically, is playing Texas Hold'em. They may have a couple tables of like a No Limit Omaha, which I've never played, and I don't know really how to. I kind of know how to, but Texas Hold'em, by and large, is the phenomenon. That is the game that has really taken over, um, and you can watch it on TV. And the World Series of Poker is on ESPN, and and it, it's pretty crazy. So there's a lot of options. You know, the the poker room that I play in is a is a legal poker room. It's not underground, you know, it's not some, you know, it's not some illegal thing that, I, that I'm doing there. 
Um, and, you know, some pros are even sponsored. They're even sponsored by the actual, like, I think Phil Helmuth is sponsored by the, by Aria, I think in, um, in Vegas. All right. So that's a little breakdown, a little, a little overview. Now what I'm going to do is just cover very quickly. We're not going to spend a ton of time on this, but I'm just going to cover very quickly what the dealer button is, the small blind, the big blind. And then, you know, you can play four-handed, five-handed, up to about ten-handed. I think my table has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. My, my table has nine seats, and you can't see them all. But the dealer button is so if you don't have a dealer dealing your game, the dealer, the dealer shifts so all the players actually deal the game. So that's where this started. Now, where I play... At Casino Matrix, uh, I don't really go to Bay 101. I've been there like one time to eat with my girlfriend, and it's just crowded, and and I'm just not a big fan of it. Um, I know a lot of people from there because they go back and forth from Bay 101 to Casino Matrix. The, these these card rooms are literally across the street from each other. Um, you know, that's just that's just how it works. So. So let's let's get into what the dealer button means. The dealer button is the person that gets their cards last. So the dealer is gonna deal themselves last. Okay, so again, remember small blind. The small blind, and then here's the big blind. So small blind, big blind, player three, player four, player five, player six, and let's go ahead and say I'm 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 player seven. So we're playing seven-handed. This is seat one. This is seat two. Seat three, four, five, six. Now again, small blind, big blind. Seat three, four, five, six, seven. And then here are the cards. Now, we don't have any cards out here yet. Remember the five cards in Texas Hold'em, it's normal poker. So the hierarchy of poker, of course, is the royal, the royal flush, 10 jack, queen, king, ace, suited. And then it's a straight flush. Anywhere in the deck, it could be two, three, four, five, six, two, three, four, five, six. Remember, you're playing with five cards, makes a, makes a poker hand. After the straight flush, it's four of a kind. And there's rankings. A four of a kind can beat a four of a kind. So if I have four nines, and this guy has four sevens, I win. So, royal flush, straight flush, four of a client, four of a kind, full house, a straight, three of a kind, <laughs> two pair, pair, and then high card, ace, down to a two. Okay, so, Remember, these are the cards that are going to generate the flop, the turn, and the river. Okay, and there's always a card, what we call burned, in case the deck is marked or something like that, you know. Um, I guess that's why they do that. And then it's basically one, two, three, and then here's the flop. Okay, and then a card is going to be burned, which is basically going to burn it we're going to get rid of it and then we're going to do the turn and then and then the river 
Alright, so remember, I'm the dealer. The, the small blind and the big blind. These are forced bets. So the way this would work is the small blind, let's just call it five, five, let's call it a 510. So this, the small blind would be forced to put out $5 and place a bet basically, no matter what, in this position. And this is gonna shift the button's going to go over here next hand, the small blind's going to be here, the big blind's going to be here, and, and here's the big blind, 10 bucks. So they do have an incentive to play their cards because they have some of their money in all, already, right? So let's go ahead and see what the small blind has. The small blind has a 6 and a 10, not a good hand. The big blind has a jack and a king suited, pretty dang good. Seat three has ace-queen suited. Oh, I don't think I shuffled these. <laughs> okay, I shuffled them once. We'll have to do this again and actually shuffle them. Well, it's okay. Seven deuce. So you got seven deuce in seat four. We got eight three. Yeah, not, not shuffled very well, right? Eight three of hearts in seat five. And then we got a two four on seat six. So guaranteed, these guys are going to fold and they wouldn't see the flop until everyone's looked at their cards and there's pre-flop betting. So there's a betting round before we even see this flop. So you don't get to see these three cards that, that are played and then a turn and a river totaling five cards. There's a betting round before that happens. So the reason you're folding is in order to see the flop, I at least have to call the big blind amount. Now I play in a game that's called a one, two, three, where the dealer, there's actually, a, the, the dealer is not a player. The dealer is the dealer. And the way it works is a dollar gets played on the button so it's called the dealer button, which would be player, let's call it player one. He pays a dollar to play. This player pays $2 and this player pays $3. So three bucks isn't too bad just to see the flop because you never know what's gonna come out on the flop. You could have a four and a king and the flop could come out king four four and all of a sudden you have a full house. So is it worth three bucks to see the flop? So you can see a lot more cards that way of course, but we'll get into this in subsequent episodes. You will be punished playing bad cards. Remember that, you will be punished playing bad cards. So if you think that with your, with your, uh, you know, your eight and your two, you feel like, well, let's just pay three bucks to see a flop. Yeah, and the flop comes ace, eight, deuce. And you think you have a great hand because there's two pair. But when somebody has ace, king, and there's an ace on the board, they're gonna play that. And then the turn is an ace. And now they have three of a kind, and you still have two pair. And then the river is a king and they have a full house and you still have two of a kind, you still have two pair, you have absolutely nothing in, a, in all, all considering in, in poker terms. 
So I'm excited. I'm excited to get into these future episodes. We're going to talk about calling and folding and position. What position are you on the table? Which in later positions, which the last position is always the dealer button. You have more equity in your cards the later position you have. Equity, value, okay? Bluffing. We'll talk about hot and cold dealers. What Do you really pay attention to that? Hey, you know, poker is connected to, to life. I mean, you know, there were 90 countries in the World Series of Poker. It was play, the, this Binion's Casino started it. But you got guys like Doyle Brunson. I think he might be in his 80s. The guy is a legend. He's written books. He's sponsored by like 11 different poker you know entities um but 90 different countries so when you talk about you know how much is involved in this game it is just deep digging deep all right so let's go through it and end this end this first video my cards remember jack four not suited and and again if this is 10 bucks on the big blind i'm not going to call i'm not going to put in my ten dollars with these crappy cards especially because you get punished playing those bad cards so let's go ahead and go through it let's go ahead and say the ace queen if you can see ace ace queen there so i got ten six jack king and jack jack king suited six ten not suited ace queen suited so let's go ahead and say the ace queen is gonna play and let's put this money back and the small blind is gonna go ahead and play because it's only another five it's only another five dollars okay now seat three here could absolutely raise seat three could put in more money which would get the small blind to fold because they have 10-6 offsuit. But let's just go ahead and for sake of this, let's say I fold, so I'm done. I'm gonna burn a card and go one, two, three. So here's the flop, okay? King of hearts, six of diamonds, five of diamonds. So you can see here, remember, first to act is always to the left of the button. So first to act, second, third, and it's just gonna go around like this. Now it would go around the whole table if these other players were still playing. Now, 10-6, and, and remember, this money here, this money goes into the pot. So here's the pot. These, this player here, seat one, may say, well, I got a, I got a pair of sixes here. But that's all I got, and there's a king there. So he checks. Seat one checks. Now we go to seat two, and remember seat two has a king and a jack, so he's got top pair here. So let's say he bets, and remember there's five, 10, 20, there's 30 bucks in the pot. So he, you know, seat one is really trying to win, win the pot there. So he throws in some money. And ace-queen is pretty good, but basically ace-queen missed. No queen, no ace, no spades, so he folds. 
comes back around to uh, to see one here and see one folds. Okay, so simple. The pot goes to seat two, and he takes the pot down. Okay, so we'll go one more time, and we'll deal we'll we'll deal a turn and a river, and clean this up and clean up the uh, clean up the cards a little bit because they weren't shuffled. Now this time we'll just do it kind of quick, just so I can show you the the turn <clears throat> and the river. Okay, and I won't uh, use any chips for sake of, you know, just getting through the hand. All right, so remember, let's go ahead to the left of the button. We're gonna go ahead and keep the dealer button right here. And we're only gonna play, let's see, we're gonna play one, two, three, four, five, six, same, right? Six handed. All right, so, Remember, there still is a small and a big blind, so just for sake of keeping things clean here, five bucks, 10 bucks, this could be any anything, by the way. The small blind could be a thousand, and the big blind could be 2,000. It's always double. The big blind is always double what the small blind is. And remember, I play in a game where the small blind is $2 and the big blind is $3. Okay, the one dollar here is called the the house money. It's their rake. So of course, when you play poker rooms, you wonder like, well, how does the poker room, you know, make money? How does the casino make money if if all the money is going to the players? <laughs> well, it's called the rake. So every single hand, they're basically paying the dealer in a sense, and the dealer gets tipped, and that's how they make money. But there's a there's a drop right over here, you know, the whoo whoo, and they drop the money every single hand. All right, let's see what everyone's got. They got two, four. Ooh, an ace comes into play. Ace, six of spades, ace of diamonds. Let's see what seat three has over here. They have, ooh, pocket fives. So we got pocket fives. We got two, four suited, and we have ace, ace of diamonds, six of spades. Now here we have a king. King of hearts, seven of hearts, and a king of clubs, and a six of hearts over here, okay? So, without using chips, we'll just go through, okay, here's my here's my little burn pile. Without using chips, the pocket fives, well, let's go ahead and use chips. <laughs> the pocket fives would call, because they, they, they got a pair. This... The king of hearts and the seven of hearts would probably call 10 bucks as well because a flush, because they're suited and a flush is such a big hand, I think they call. The king of clubs and the six of hearts, they don't call. And even the two, even the two of hearts and the four of hearts, they may call as well. Even though those cards are really bad, Remember what can happen over here. There's a potential straight flush. And that's second to a royal flush. The second biggest hand in poker. So we're gonna go ahead and say that they throw in another five, and it's only five bucks because they've donated five bucks as part of the small blind. Okay? So there we are. Now remember, the big blind is last to act. The big blind right now could raise. 
for this sake of uh, this lesson, let's say they don't. Okay, and, they, and everybody just wants to see a flop. So let's go ahead and burn a card. We go one, two, three, and here's our flop. So here we go. Remember, first to act, small blind. Small blind checks because they hit nothing. It's ace of clubs, seven of diamonds, and an eight of spades. Seat two, the big blind, hits the ace. So we got an ace of diamonds and an ace here. So they're gonna go ahead and throw out another, another 10 bucks. Now all of this money here, pre-flop, would be in the pot. Okay, and then let's say he bets out another 10 bucks because he, he paired his ace. Let's say even 15. Okay, now this guy here who's got a pair, he doesn't want to see a turn of a five and he folds. So he's going to go ahead and put out 15 bucks just because he's got a pair and the chance that, you know, that he hits the five and it's only 15 and he already has 10 invested. Now this is me talking over my game and really kind of how I play. A lot of people play play different. The seven of hearts and the king of hearts, there's a pair of seven, there's a seven and a seven. So let's go ahead and say that he's in for 15 because he likes the idea of hitting his seven or maybe two pair with the king and he's in. Seat one is out. Okay. So now what we're going to see is we're going to see what's called the turn card. We got the flop, which is the three cards. We burn one. Here's the turn. Three of spades. So it's a pretty blank card. It doesn't add another diamond. It doesn't add another seven. It doesn't add another eight if somebody had an eight. So seat two here is feeling pretty comfortable. Let's go ahead and take the money from the last round and put it in the pot. And remember, there's another round of betting. So seat two is pretty comfortable. Seat two go ahead, goes ahead and says, you know what? I want to end this right now. And let me just go ahead and throw out 15.35. So pocket five just got a lot weaker. Done. King seven. Let's just go ahead and say that seat six here might think that seat two is actually bluffing or he just wants to get lucky. He wants to catch a seven or a king on the river and let's just fake like he's got some big stack over here. And for the sake of this lesson, let's go ahead and fake like, uh, well, the main reason is because I want to show the river. <laughs> I don't want to end the hand. So here we go. Seat, seat six calls. We combine seat two. So here's the pot. Now we got a pot. We go another burn card and there's the river. It's a two of diamonds. It's a blank card for seat two over here. Seat two go ahead, goes ahead and throws in some money, whatever it is, 65 bucks. Seat six folds and all the money goes over to seat two. So that's a that's the simple kind of long-winded uh, you know how Texas Hold'em works and like I said my my future episodes are going to be breaking down the game 
very specifically to situations within the game. And I'll definitely talk about the discipline aspect. You, you know, usually when I play, it's either a time frame or a dollar amount. I don't play in a lot of tournaments because they can take seven, eight, nine hours. And I just value my time more than that. Um, I, you know, I have dabbled in a couple tournaments. I think I've played in, played in four tournaments in playing poker 20 plus years. Um, you know, one sidebar for poker, I started getting into it. A buddy of mine and I started playing together, learning to get, he actually got me into it a little bit. He knew how to play. We were playing home games. And I said, uh, wow, there is a lot of people reading aspect to this. And it can be fun and it can be practice for my job. But one thing about sales is you need to be accessible. You cannot get on a plane just because you have free time and, and you know venture off to, to Reno or Vegas because you have free time. You have to be accessible to your customers when you're committed and you're a sales professional. And being in a poker room playing what we call a sit and go game, I can grab my chips and I can leave at any time. I can come and play one hand and, and, and double up, you know, buy in for 150 bucks, double up to 300 and leave. You know, so it's called a sit and go. And we're going to talk about why that is so important. A lot of people don't know how to go. They haven't figured out the go part. And I joke around with guys all the time about that. When they have these huge stacks in front of them, they just think it's going to keep going and going. And it, it rarely, rarely does. So DFRANS, episode one. Thank you. Subscribe. Thanks for uh, consuming this content. I know we got a little bit deep. We talked about the why. We talked about, you know, the diversity of players. We talked about the World Series of Poker. Um, so a little bit of more of like an overview reveal episode. And then we'll start breaking down the game and really getting into it. Peace out, D-Friends.